Everybody, has my voice changed? A little bit. A little bit it has, just for a little bit though, because I'm still coughing, so. Well, I mean, what the fuck happened, huh? Oh boy, I don't even know where to start. I guess the, um, the short of it is that I got sick. You know, the last thing I remembered, it was just this audience had just crashed, had just crashed Judge Joe Brown's website for all of his barbecue supplies. We had just finished crashing his website. And then I woke up the next morning and I was uh, really excited. I had breakfast with, I broke my fast early that day. I had a nice little pile of blueberries and some scrambled eggs and a and a half a croissant and the baby was eating and Lauren was eating and uh, and I'm like all right well I'm gonna start putting together all of my amazing amounts of notes that I have for Kathy O'Brien and then suddenly I didn't leave my bed for three and a half days just as I went to bed I went to bed at. Um, it was on, it was Thursday afternoon, and it's probably around, no, it was, it was still the morning. It's probably about 10.45, 11 a.m. said, you know what? I am going to, uh, I'm going to walk away from the computer for a second and go lay down. And I laid down, and I never left the, the room. And I remember days later, probably on Sunday, it was Sunday, I went into the, li- into the kitchen, and I turned on a, the laptop and there was everything exactly as I left it it was like digital Pompeii man oh man Thursday night uh, Thursday night was the worst because that's when I was hallucinating those fever dreams um, I don't know how to tell you this I say well what were you dreaming uh, I, I, I dreamt the only thing I can tell you is that I was I believed that I was a, a member of the Dutton family from uh, 1883 slash Yellowstone. And all throughout the night, I thought I was different members of the Dutton family. Men, women, it didn't matter because I, it was, I was in a fucking wagon and everything was, I was all, I was just, I, I couldn't tur- turn over. I couldn't get comfortable there. Then I started feeling like I was going to throw up, which I didn't until Saturday. That's right. It didn't go down to my stomach. But on Saturday morning, I was like, you know what? I'm feeling great. The, the, uh, the fever had broken on Friday night. Saturday morning, I wake up. I said, all right, I'm really going to just really douse myself with, with vitamins now. 
So I go and I I grab my 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 green pills. I got my zinc. I got my quercetin. Um, and uh, but I I didn't have that much of an appetite still. So what I did was I went. And I grabbed a tangerine and a small handful of saltines. And I think that about 20 minutes after I had the, the saltines and the thing and the tangerine, and then I threw down all the vitamins, that's when I started feeling nauseous. I said, oh, no. 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 Rookie mistake. Because I've thrown up twice in my life over having a one-a-day tablet and nothing really to go along with it except some orange juice. Boom. You will just empty. So I said, oh, did I really did I really cross the line? I didn't think that it was going to be that bad. And I thought that the crackers and the, the tangerine was going to be enough. Nope. It wasn't enough. I went into the bathroom. And I'm sitting there on the bench. I'm looking at the toilet. I'm like, this is happening. And it's any second now. It's going to have... And then, boom. I went... Uh, it was horrible. I was blowing tangerine out of my sinuses for the next five hours. Oh, that was really terrible. But um, Sunday was all right. That's when I started feeling the throat coming on. And that's what I'm really dealing with right now for a little bit. I'm on uh, penicillin and day three of that consistently. So um, hopefully this... I got like these white lesions in the back of the throat. White lesions started feeling the strep coming on. And I knew that my brother had strep at the end of the time that he had whatever he had. You say, Frank, is it COVID? I couldn't give you, I wouldn't be able to take the Pepsi challenge on anything. It was a flu, as I always remembered it being, as I always remembered it being sucky, horrible, which is why when I hear that things are going around, I take it seriously. I mind my company try to keep myself nice and uh clean and uh and and everything else but this got me now um when i built up all of my protocols over the summer last year when i was realizing how important it was to stay away from hospitals i built up all my at-home protocols i got all my vitamins i got all my vitamin i got everything and uh, i'm on day five of the vitamin i my, I have, I actually, I screwed myself there too because the first two days, Thursdays and Thursday and Friday, I didn't know. I was like, this isn't COVID. This is just, this is just a flu. It just sucks. I'm not going to take the ivermectin. So I didn't for the first two days. And then by day three, um, I was like, okay, you know what? I bought all those, those at home tests, the rapid antigen tests which had at that point just expired in February. I said, what's the point of buying these things if I didn't know? I, I bought these because, uh, you know, Dr. McCullough and other people were saying, you get these things so that when you when you, you test positive, you know to kick in your at-home protocols. Well, um, it came back positive in like a moment. It's supposed to come back positive in like 15 minutes. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. Well... I better not tell anybody about this. So don't, please don't tell anyone. Um, so that's where I was the last four or five days. And honestly, this is my third wind. I really shouldn't be here right now. Um, but I wanted to do this for a couple of reasons. Number one, I really missed everybody. 
and I, I have this really horrible urge to keep working, and um, I wanted to get back on the horse. I know that's sometimes not a good thing to do, to rush that, but I've been doing a lot of resting. And my, uh, and I'm not going to be doing a full two hours tonight. And what, what's the other thing I wanted to say? Oh, I had some announcements to make, and I had to bring, get all of my stream keys from over here in my OBS so I can bring it home. So that tomorrow night and Friday night, I can do smaller broadcasts earlier from the home setup, and I don't have to come here. So I had to come over here and at least gather up all of my all of my stream keys. So, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. As far as my announcements goes, that's, uh, maybe we'll take a couple of calls or something like that, but, um, I don't know. I'm, I know that there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, theories out there forming about me. First of all, am I even really frank right now? It's up to you to figure out whether or not I am a clone, but I have been replaced. I've already seen theories that I had gone through sex reassignment surgery. I saw one theory that I had taken some time off to kill Gilbert Gottfried. So I hope none of that turns out to be true. But, um, but here we are. Here we are, ladies and gents. Here we are. And, uh, and there you have, there you have my, my story for the last couple of days. I want to thank my sponsors for being so patient with me. BlueMonsterPrep.com, promo code FRANKLY, and SecretNatureCBD, promo code FRANKLY. Um, I'll get back to plugging them in earnest. But here's the big thing. The book club, the book club was, was, uh, was disrupted. And I want to get into where we're going with that real quick. Uh, the first hundred pages of Windswept House, go ahead, do it, read it. You can read beyond that if you want. But <clears throat> book club session number one is going to be Friday, April 22nd. Friday, April 22nd. We're waiting until after Easter to get it kicked off next week. Uh, tomorrow's show performance with Set the Charge has been pushed to April 27th. So... There you go. The Garcia's gig in Westchester by the Capitol Theater. That is going to be April 27th. It's a Wednesday night that night. So there you go. I am re have to reschedule several guests. Next week, Kathy O'Brien is coming on Thursday the 21st. I had to push Jay Gulinello back to that following Thursday, the 28th. And, uh, and I have a few other. I have to get uh, Velez. From Rogue News back on, I have to get uh, Ricky from The Ripple Effect. We're going to get that all, all worked out. And also, also uh, Sam, Sam Tripoli. I got a lot to dig myself out on there. I'm, I'm, su I'm surprised I was able to get through as many emails as I did. And thank you all for the well wishes. Keep the, uh, keep the uh, prayers coming, please. So that would be nice. All right. How about a couple of how about a couple of uh, stories, shall we? Here's the first one. The first one is from that stick insect, David Hogg. David Hogg had the uh, the nerve to tweet this little thread out. Ready for this? 
Has anyone else had the experience of having a parent who did a lot of classified stuff and while they can't tell you about it, you start connecting the dots and realize you've even, that you're even 10% right your parents did some insane stuff. Now obviously he, he can't formulate a sentence, he's a stupid, stupid child. That's a, a horrible, horribly constructed thought. But of course, the, where'd he go to, like Yale or something? Because he's a, uh, he is his father's child. Let's put it that way. He continues, he says, like got a awards that don't even say what they are for, very clearly like redacted or literally get a reward and can't even take it home because it's that secret. I didn't realize how like not normal this was until I was older. You're not old. You're still a very young, dumb stick insect. And now I'm thinking about all the random things throughout my childhood. And uh, though I don't know what it exactly was he was doing, I'm like, and then there is the, um, the conspiracy theory meme with Charlie Day. And uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. He didn't even use the right meme, you dumbass. But makes sense. He knows how to shoot guns, fly a plane, fly a helicopter, scuba dive, and skydive, and more. And both my grandpas did a lot of secret stuff, too, according to family lore. Some stuff so crazy I don't believe it. Oh, this, 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 David, don't you know what you are? Don't you know what you are, David? Are you really this stupid? I mean, based on the way that he constructs his thoughts, he is this stupid. And I just start thinking to myself how pathetic the new Laurel Canyon is. How pathetic the new Laurel Canyon is. You know? Instead of, instead of a, a crop of musicians, of legendary musicians with daddies in defense intelligence or something, now it's just like a rat's nest of these drugged up school shooters and talentless gun control activists. This is pathetic. What else we have here? All right, here we go, CNBC. This was music to my ears, or to my eyes. CNN Plus struggles to lure viewers in its early days, drawing fewer than 10,000 daily users. Fewer than 10,000 people are using CNN on a daily basis. CNN Plus. Oh, boy. And I heard that Chris uh, Wallace is having daily meltdowns over there, which made me feel really good inside. Very, 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 very. Made me feel great inside. But, um, but yeah, what else do we have here? So there's that. Okay. That's it for the Super Chat. Oh, that's it for the uh, the opening. Where are we going to go now? I don't know where. We can go, uh, what you, it depends on how much privacy you want. If we want privacy, we can go to CV, uh, CBS, CNN. If you want privacy, you can go to CNN, ladies and gentlemen. That's where Chris Wallace says, I'm going to, f- I'm leaving Fox for a place with integrity. And I have, of course, some privacy. I, I will, where I can do whatever I want and not be seen or heard from. You dumb fuck, frog, fuck, fuck. 
I have a lot of pent-up... There's a lot of frustration inside of me, ladies and gentlemen. But there's also waves of relief. You have no clue how good it is to be here right now. Though I don't feel 100%. Ugh. You got a new lease on life. When you leave the house for the first time, you feel that breeze. It really is nice. Alright, well, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll do maybe another few minutes and... And then I hope you guys and gals enjoy the rest of your evening. That's not what I wanted to do. See, I forgot how to do all the salt. It's just shit. stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's rock! Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you a few things. I'm going to read you something real quick. This was sent to me by a buddy of mine. A buddy of mine said this to me today. <clears throat> he said to me, hey, Frank, I don't know if you remember my friend Baker from college. He, he was the, with the red hair, severely overweight, but he's getting married in July, and they went with some random band to play at the wedding, and the parents text messaged Baker's fiance. Uh, the parent, uh, oh, wait, and, and the parents text, uh, te oh, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Uh, to play at the wedding. Okay, and, and not the parents, but the keyboardist text messages Baker's fiance out of the blue saying he can't play at the wedding because he's basically, he doesn't believe in marriage. And I need to share this text message because it's hilarious. And they've never met which makes this even more hilarious as it gets goes on. And it is it is absolutely crazy. It is crazy. Hold on a second. Listen, you ready for this? Here's a text message from Mike the Keyboardist. Mike says, Hi, uh, I apologize, Nicole, but I can't support or play this wedding. The dumbest thing that men can do is get married. I would advise men never to get married. I can't play this wedding. I apologize. For someone else, find someone else to play your wedding. I'm not playing your wedding. It keeps going. And it gets crazier as it goes on, which this really brought a, a smile to my face, too. Several things over the past <clears throat> week brought smiles to my face, including listening to Aurora in the other room, just having a ball, and I stayed completely away from her. I still haven't really hugged her in five days, and it kills me. 
He goes on to say, find someone else to play your wedding. I'm not playing your wedding. Marriage is like, this This sounds like uh, the fortune teller. Uh, no, not the fortune, potion seller is 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 uh, saying this. Find someone else to play your wedding. I'm not playing your wedding. Marriage is like taking your life into a uh, ball and throwing it away. No smart man is going to take that and throw it away. Don't bother me no more. Go find someone else, some other sucker to marry you and take care of you. Don't ever text me ever again. I can't stand you. This is the keyboardist. This is not the, this is not the fiance. You, you think that the fiance would be like, I'm not getting married to you. You know what? This is a big mistake. This is the keyboardist of the band. This, this, this made me feel so happy inside. Because obviously, the, the, it's not like the wedding is going to get ruined. This is going to be a... This is a story they're going to have together for the rest of their lives. I think it's a great story. A psychopathic keyboardist. Okay, what else made me... Oh, you know what? What the fuck was that? What the hell's going on over here? Something's dropped. My bad. Sorry. Somebody called me and my phone just fell off the table. Uh, let's see here. Here's here's another thing that was sent to me that made me feel good over the course of the week. Let's see. Here's what... Okay. This was a, um, a Loudwire compilation of really, really bad bad bands band breakdowns like bands so you have these like this uh this keyboardist that did that said don't ever talk to me again to the fiance well here is a compilation of bands that are having horrible moments on stage some of them get into fist fights with each other i'm not going to play the full four minutes but the second one really got me it's a church band and this well you'll say hold on and for those of you in podcast land i'll i'll let you know what's going on here this is from Loudwire. <laughs> okay, so uh, what you're listening to here is they're starting up a Bon Jovi uh, cover band. Is starting up a Bon Jovi <laughs> cover, and the guitarist just threw, just smashes guitar and left. But it's uh, it's the second one. It's this church band that I think you're all going to really like, because of course Easter is coming. <laughs> now, for those of you who can't see it, uh, this gigantic crucifix just uh, slid off the wall and fell on top of the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, we have to watch that one again. See, these are things that get you through the um, the plague. Oh, there it goes. Ah. Oh, it's like some kind of a, I don't know, like a sign. If you ask me, so I just wanted to play that. That made me feel good. Because <laughs> everybody, obviously, nobody got hurt by the crucifix. Um, anything else that I can show you? What else was there? Eh, I don't know. But boy, oh boy, did the world change. The world changed so much since last week, especially on the COVID front. 
for, we went from COVID being, uh, hey, there's going to be, there's something came out of a wet market. We knew that there was something not right about that. Then we went to a lab leak theory. Lab leak theory, lab creation, Frankenstein in with a a HIV inserts. Then it was no virus at all. A lot of people out there who still believe it's no virus at all. It's all 5G illusion. And then it was all a mix of those things together. And uh, now it's snake venom. King Cobra venom. Which I, I would explain why just me, the, why I just got it. Although I haven't been playing with snakes. And I don't drink tap water though. I watched the Stu Peters thing. Um, I, it, listen, it's very compelling. I've been I've been following along with Brian Artis's, Dr. Artis's work for as long as we've been following along with these stories. And it was very compelling. I mean, there's a, there's an answer for everything. But where does it go from there? I have no clue. I don't drink tap water. How did this happen? I don't know. I have no clue. Um, but I guess noted. That's all I'll say. I'm sure you all have watched. Uh, it was sent to me about 85,000 times. But um, I, I don't know exactly what I think about it so far. A lot of it makes sense, but then again, a lot of things have made sense over time. And it's like, at this point, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, there's a line in the sand. Does it exist? Does it not exist? Is it the 5G illusion? Is it not? Um, what about all of the, the, what about all of, just as much, just as much um, time and money and links that you can see between the NIH and Wuhan and, and everything else. I mean, there's just as much to show that there's, a, is it multiple things? Is it multiple things? Is there a coronavirus? And then is there a, uh, uh, some kind of a venom? I don't know. It's insane. I think that the, the, the most, the, the thing that got me the most out of all of those videos was about once again the spiritual aspect of this and especially since the Vatican has been so big on on pushing the the COVID one world government narrative about the whole thing I mean we know about that uh, there, there's a lot of very odd things Cobra related in the um, in the Vatican as well I'm, I, I like that um, uh, Brian Artis brought up the mitre the Pope's mitre um, but also, you know, th that gigantic, what the hell? I forget what the, uh, what that snake, what was the, the, the center? Hold on. Anakin, uh, it's the giant, where the hell is it? I want to see where the hell this is. It's the, uh, the hall of the Vatican. Is that what it is? Hall of the Vatican. That's right. Where the inside is the snake. The outside is the head. Here you go. I found a Reddit. You guys remember this? We we've been through this a few times over the years. I saw this is a this is from four years ago. This one post I saw on the internet the other day that the hall of the Vatican looks like a snake's head. Is it real? Even from the outside, it looks like a snake's head. And the strange statue of Christ behind the Pope is real too. I'm just wondering if it's a hoax or if there's something really there. Yo, yeah, oh, oh yes. Oh, absolutely. That's the inside of the Hall of the Vatican. It looks like uh, a King Cobra's head. And then, of course, there is that outrageous um, 
this outrageous, this is supposed to be the resurrection. It looks like hell, hell being poured out onto the earth into the same place. So, I, I mean, there's a lot of weird, very weird things. And here's another thing here, too. I, I think that this, this book club uh, that we're doing for Windswept House with Timothy Gordon is going to be so awesome. Because Timothy Gordon had even sent me, oh, he was checking up on me. He was really awesome like that. And um, he sent me a a character key in for Windswept House. All of the characters inside of Windswept House, who they're supposed to be in real life. I don't know when this, this character key was compiled, but it's incredible. Because at the toward the bottom of the toward the bottom of the list is 1k Schwab okay uh, who's a you know I'm like K Schwab huh from the the WTO now I don't know a WTO World Economic Forum UN it's all the same thing obviously um, but I'm wondering just how incredible this is going to be how timely this read how timely this read is going to be because there's just so much there there's so much buried here but when I heard about all the Cobra the King Cobra stuff and Stu Peters and the Vatican the first thing I thought about was the Vatican Hall snake I said the whole damn thing is a snakehead the whole damn thing okay uh, what else do we have oh I, I heard that um, I heard that New York uh, is calming down a little bit. Just joking, of course. At least 29 people injured in Brooklyn subway shooting. Undetonated devices found. That's right. Yeah, there's a lot of blood everywhere. And then we found out the shooting suspect, Frank James, 62 years old, posted unhinged race-obsessed YouTube clips warning of his intentions and his hatred for Mayor Eric Adams, as sister says he's a loner. Speaking about gangs, he said, this is what white bitches and white emmer, MFers, expected you to be when you blow one of their effing brains out. This is what you asked for. Oh, there was a lot more than that. There was a lot more than that. And this is part of the reason why this is going to go away pretty quick. And uh, they're just going to keep they're just going to keep uh, egging on the Russians to uh, to do the chemical thing. This is from Andy No. Ready for this? He really compiled a lot of the stuff that was in this Frank James social media history. Breaking: NYPD named Frank James as a person of interest in the Brooklyn mass shooting. It, I looked into a social media account like the Waukesha. Suspect that's the Christmas massacre. The Louisville BLM activist who allegedly tried to assassinate a mayoral candidate, uh, he appeared to be a fan of black nationalism. Hmm. Hmm. He says, I'll think I, I think I'll kill you last. Oh, that's a uh, from one of his his memes, an old meme. Look at this Angela Davis, who's a terrorist, big fan of the terrorist. Angela Davis. NYPD deleted this tweet. Anyone with information or whereabouts. There they are. Frank James. He's a person of interest in the shooting that took place. So they got rid of him 
quick. Uh, when you you look at CBS and ABC, uh, all especially after the description was released, they continued to only focus on what he was wearing that day and not the color of his skin. Obviously, things that you could have expected. He said, of all things, remember this. Every MFer respects a gunshot wound. Some more social media posts by Frank James, NYPD person of interest. He posted hatred of Trump and appeared to support black nationalism and BLM. So, there's that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot, of, a lot of interesting things going on there. He was not a fan that of newly, uh, newly confirmed. Judge Jackson is is married to a white man. Doesn't like that. So whatever. And who the hell knows? I mean, and of course he was known to the FBI. But listen, you got to take it easy on the FBI. There's only so many agents that they have in the field, and there are you know how many school board meetings there are they're they're monitoring out there. You can't you can't expect them to to, to be able to get a hold of all this. Here we go. Oh, black Jesus! Please kill all the whiteies. That's fun. Just in time for Easter. Frank James, a person of interest in the Brooklyn mass shooting, posted a photograph of the Dallas BLM shooter who killed five cops. He also posted a prayer asking for whites to die. One of his videos is titled, We Were Once Kings. Yes. Yes, don't you know? Yes, yes, yes. They were once kings. And uh, then, of course, all of the evil genetic... Uh, mistake white people came in and stole all their wisdom and technology and ever since then for hundreds of years they could barely put two and two together to create recreate indoor plumbing that just must suck you had at one time it must suck to have gone from pyramid spaceships to no indoor plumbing hell and all you needed was the sun for your power and that didn't uh, that, that didn't work out so well I don't understand what the hell's going on there. And in fact, it, 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 he sounds like a, he sounds like a fan of Nick Cannon. You guys remember this from 2020? I hope you do. Listen to this. Here's Nick Cannon again, getting in trouble, but not because of what he's about to say here. Melanin comes with compassion. Melanin comes with soul that mm -hmm. we call it. We call it soul. We soul brothers and sisters. Yeah, he's talking about compassion and melanin. So uh, obviously that now he's just going to go on and use that compassion to completely dehumanize half of the planet. That's the melanin that connects us. Right. So the people that don't have it have are are a little. And I'm, I'm gonna say this carefully. <laughs> Why? Say whatever the hell you want. We're only white people. You can say exact exactly the way you feel about us, or the way you've been trained to feel about us. Go ahead. We're only white people. Are a little less, uh, and 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 where the term actually comes from? Because I'm bringing it all the way back around okay. to, to Minister Farrakhan, to where they may not have the compassion mm. or the the when they were sent to the mountains of Caucasus when they when they didn't have the power of the sun mm. that was that the sun then started to deteriorate mm -hmm. that sounds like a three-year-old trying to explain what love is doesn't he this fucking this fucking child so then they're acting out of fear they're acting out of low self-esteem they're acting out of and this was this was in the middle of 2020 where all you have to do is turn on the television or turn on your twitter feed and look at what 
is coming out of all of the, the biggest liberal cities in the country. And you want to talk about acting out acting out a fear and whatever the hell and, and higher authority and wisdom and the power of the sun. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. And, and, oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, Fox, New Fox, Fox gave him a new show. Fox gave him a show, ladies and gentlemen. CBS kicked him off because, it, and not because of this, not because of this. Remember, all of this stuff, he continues for another couple seconds. Remember this? A deficiency. Mm -hmm. Deficiency. So therefore, the only way that they can act is evil. The only way they can, they, they have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight or flight in, okay. or, in order to survive. And that's, that's us. That's us. That's all we can do. Robs, rob, rape, kill, because we're, we're, we're deficient. We're less than. Don't you know? Don't you know? And, uh, and he got, uh, but this is a, this didn't lose him his job at CBS. What lost him his job was that later on in this conversation, he had the nerve to say that blacks were the real Israelites. So he cut in on the Jews business. That's it. He, he, he offended the Jews. That's why he lost his job. But Fox, don't worry. Fox gave him a, a, a show. He has a show on Fox now. I guess they just want to show how they're, they're, they're uh, Fox, the, you know, the, 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 the WWE heel that all the left points to as being the racist network. I guess they're, this is their way of showing how they're all for the advancement of colored people. So he's on, on Fox now, and, 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 and there you go. That's it. But it sounds like, uh, it sounds like this, this, this guy, this Frank James, was a, a big fan of Nick Cannon's. You could take some of their quotes, line them side by side, you wouldn't know who said it first. You know? Incredible. Just incredible. Roseanne Barr is barred from uh, uh, television, from network television because of a Valerie Jarrett joke. Chris Cannon, I mean, uh, Nick Cannon, goes on uh, a major We Was Kang's rant full of white people being genetic, uh, genetic, genetically abnormal barbarians and, and only got in trouble to the extent that he did. Because he, he crossed the ADL's line in the sand, unbelievable. So that's what we're that's what we're dealing with. This will be a this will be a ships ships passing in the night. This story in Brooklyn, ships passing in the night. It'll be right by. All right. Hey, you know one good thing about Frank James is at least he didn't question the election results. Then we would have had a real problem. At least he didn't question the election results. We would, uh, what the hell could have gone wrong then? Okay, um, let's see here. Let's take some questions, and then I am off by 8. That is my thing here tonight. Shaga says, Frank, I'm glad to see you back. Uh, or, or All is well, or improving at least. You have been missed. I've missed you guys and gals so much. I really have. I mean, the first couple of days, I wasn't... I didn't, uh, I wasn't thinking about anything. I mean, you know how I do not miss shows. So for me on Thursday, to just pull the plug on not only a, a, uh, a guest I've been waiting for for weeks and weeks and weeks, but to also preemptively cancel Friday, I knew that I was, I knew that I was screwed for days. I knew what was coming. But I watched a bunch of stuff. Uh, once I started 
caring about watching things. The first two days, it was just silence and shaking in place. That was really it. Um, but probably around Saturday, that's when I, I watched Prometheus for the first time in a long time. That was a good one. I, oh, I watched this movie called The Sounds uh, Sounds of Metal. The Sounds of Metal. This guy, what the hell is his name? Riz Ahmed? I think that's his name. Hold on. Riz Ahmed? Is that? Yeah. Riz Ahmed. This guy, now I don't know anything about his politics. Hopefully he's behaved and he just stays out of it. But everything I've seen him act in has been awesome. He's just a really, really good emotional uh, actor. And Riz Ahmed, he's, he plays this heavy metal drummer who loses his, ear, his hearing. He goes deaf. He's part of a two-piece band with his girlfriend, his French girlfriend. And they're on the road in their RV. And then all of a sudden, one day, it sounds like he is underwater. He, he can't hear anything. He's lost over 75% of his hearing. And he gets diagnosed that he's going to be losing it all. And it is, it, it gets pretty dark. Pretty dark because you're, you're looking at this guy who his entire identity is music and all this stuff. And he is coping with this loss at first. And then he goes to this halfway house. He's an addict as well. So he's trying to avoid uh, using again. And he goes to this halfway house, this recovery house, where he's with other deaf people. And he just makes uh, just just a lot of coming to terms with different paths that he might have to go in in life. And I'll, I'll tell you, man, it's uh, it was really, it was something else. And he's a great actor. And if uh, if that sounds like it's up your alley, you, you might like it. I also watched Lansky, um, uh, about Meyer Lansky. Harvey Keitel played Lansky. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, uh, from what I I knew about Meyer Lansky, I, I didn't know how much was being ingratiated and how much was being. Um, how much was being uh, ex- I don't know exaggerated but it was pretty good and and what's his name Sam Worthington was good in that role as uh, Stone uh, David Stone I, fr- I think his name is the the guy who was interviewing Meyer Lansky the old Jewish gangster Lucky Luciano's old uh, right hand man definitely go check that out what else did I watch Sunday, I watched Moneyball again, which was fun. Moneyball is a good movie about the uh, about Billy Bean and the Oakland A's, how they had to come up with a new way of competing with the big the big market baseball clubs like the New York Yankees. I I love the movie. It's great. It it gets you excited and you 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 root for the the underdog there. But to also all these years later, uh, Billy Bean still has not gotten to the World Series, so it's just. <clears throat> I always have that in the back of my head, too, where I'm just like, oh, well, good luck. Keep going. It's all right. Money doesn't help the Yankees win anywhere anymore these years, uh, these days either. Oh, another thing. I finally watched Don't Look Up. I finally watched Don't Look Up. I watched that yesterday, actually. Man, oh, man, you if you, you're not... I mean, it's a... It's a uh, it's a very big, ugly cast. I mean, there's a lot of people in there you probably don't like it anymore, including like Ron Perlman. But you, you put it all aside, and you watch it, 
and it was something else. It was so spot on. It was such a it was such a perfect diagnosis of what is wrong with us and how we would react and how we have been completely fouled up. <clears throat> I don't know. At the end it was it was the end of uh, as far as the the media as far as how social media, clout, um, our attention span, everything, what we value in life, politics, how everything is political in our decision making uh, to the point where even if there's a gigantic earth-ending comet coming our way, we would not be able to get out of our way of trying to manage this in a political way. Um, but one of the last, one of the last lines of the film Leonardo DiCaprio who was part of the team that discovered this this earth ender in the sky he's around the table with his family and a couple of friends and they're having one last meal together they know that any moment this thing is going to hit they can actually hear, at this point they can actually feel the rumbling of things coming down to earth because it's getting peppered with all this other debris too at now at this point and he says something very interesting at the end. He says, we really did have everything, didn't we? When you think about it. We really did have everything. And I was just like, yes. Yes, we did. Yes, we do. And that really got me because we did have everything we needed. We do have everything we need. We don't require much. You know, as a as a species we just don't require much to have a good meaningful peaceful life and we have pushed so far beyond what is necessary to live that good life we've we've pushed so far beyond that we've created such amazing comforts and toys and, and gizmos for ourselves but it's the excesses that crippled us that crippled very very personal and necessary parts of us at least crippled uh, large swaths of our species that's for sure but that that's uh, that's what the movie was so terrifyingly accurate in depicting is how paralyzed we are and it, it, it's hilarious along the way it's it's hilarious but at the same time it's you're you're holding your head you're holding your head but Meryl Streep is the the president who obviously is supposed to be a female president Trump. Um, so you know you you get you see all the jabs and stuff like that. But even beyond the very obvious jabs, it's it's like you're you're there with your mouth agape because because as much as you want to hate the film, you go and you go you go to yourself. Well, where's the lie? Where's the lie, man? So I finally watched Don't Look Up. Um, I saw Shawshank, uh, Shawshank Redemption again for the first time in, in, in many years. What a... I mean, it's, I mean, that'll always be a classic at this point. Hope being the greatest of them all. Shawshank Redemption. Great one. I watched a lot of Fulton Sheen videos over the weekend. Um... I think it was on Saturday night that I heard Aurora. Uh, Aurora, I told you that every once in a while, Aurora will yelp in the middle of her sleep. She'll go, ah. 
<laughs> you know? But she does this other thing now, too. Um, <clears throat> she loves to scream no. She's in her no screaming area. Um, and he, like, he, for example, here's a video that she and my mom did together the other day. My mom wanted to encourage, you know, she, they like have these no, they compete with each other with the no. You'll hear it. Listen to this. That's my mom. So this is a, so it's just like a, it's funny. It's funny. Uh, it's funny when it's in the daytime. At nighttime, though, when she's sleeping, it's really weird. And this is what I heard the other night. This is what I heard the other night. I shit you not. It was like dark. It was like Vader. Vader being told by Palpatine that in his anger, he killed his wife. Ah, she was alive. I felt it. This is what came out, I swear, at 1.15 in the morning. Saturday night, Sunday morning. This is what came out of Aurora's room. No! <laughs> it's exactly what came out. She went, no! In that low tone, the low tone and everything. I laughed, and then I heard Lauren laughing in the living room because Lauren's been sleeping in the living room. I can't wait to, for this to all to be over because I feel bad that she's been on the couch, but I think she did the right thing. With what little space we had, we really, uh, we really were able to, to get some buffer in between all of us and create some isolation. What's that, Aurora? It's very weird. <laughs> very, very weird. A weird child. But then again, I'm her father. And Lauren's Lauren's a weirdo too. That's it's just it's not my it's not my place to to show you weird Lauren. That's for me. So she comes from two weirdos. And um and, and, and of course this would have to happen somewhere down the line. I didn't expect the middle of the night Vader references so early, but I'm not going to. I'm not upset with that either. Uh, what else do we have? What else do we have? Let me go into some super chats and uh, see what else people are asking about. All right, Stow Stoops says, "Great to see you, Frank. Glad you're feeling better and just dropping a little support for the cause." Well, I appreciate you guys and gals. I this is work, I, and I love working. So it's uh, something else here. I appreciate that, Stostube. Let's go. I also want to thank... Um, I want to thank Isaiah Smith on Rockfin, who on Wednesday night, last Wednesday night, I forgot to thank Isaiah Smith for two tips on Rockfin. So thank you so much for that, Isaiah. I'm having a good one. Uh, loaded is on Rockfin right now that sent over a nice tip too. So thank you guys. Thank you. Uh, what else is there? 
Anything else that I can do with you? Talked a little bit about that. The Aurora, no. Um, all right, let's take a couple of calls. How about that? 914-595-6953. We'll take some calls until about 8 o'clock, and then I am out of here. Jay Jewell on Foxhole says, We missed you and we're worried. I'm, hap I'm happy that I'm back. I'm not happy that you guys and gals were worried. Um, although it was... I can understand why. Matt76 says, Cheers, Frank is back. Everyone wish him a happy health. Thank you, Matt. That's the head honcho over there at uh, Foxhole. Matt also texted me throughout the uh, my time off to make sure I was all right. He's a good guy. Winston Daves is glad you're doing better. Thank you, Winston. Jay Bruski is great to have you back, Frank. Thank you, Jay. DeGrave, 511347. Don't worry about the bullshit. Practice self-discipline. Trust the creators, uh, the, the creators to plan. Uh, let's see here. Again, DeGrave says, trust the creator's plan, not to plan. Okay, I was going to say, thank you. He is right. He is good. And Neo says, prayers for a fast feel better. So, well, I feel great right now. Um, I was a little bit down before the show. But it's incredible how you guys are, you're sending me stuff right now. I can feel it. And this feeding is, is something that I always have as a gauge throughout the week when I'm doing a normal show anyway. You know, there are some nights when I leave here a little exhausted and it's been a little bit of a slog and I, that's where I start thinking maybe people didn't enjoy the show too much tonight. I don't know. Anyhow, feeling good. Let's take a call. Keith, what's going on, Keith? Oh, hi, Frank. How are you? I'm doing well. Give me something. Oh, I'm funny from the UK, Wales, actually. Welcome. Oh, oh, thank you very much. I've been watching you for quite a while now, and I just thought, wow, you know, I know you've been off. You've had a bit of the, the COVID, allegedly, and a bit of a sore throat. So my wife tells me she she listens to you more than I do. Allegedly. But, um, <laughs> I, I just thought, you know, I've been listening to quite a few truthers at the moment, and, uh, and, uh, and I'm just trying to work out what is actually happening? Do, do you actually believe that, um, you know, the Q thing, which I did and I don't, and, and you know, from, from your perspective, what is actually happening? Because, you know, is Trump coming back? Oh. Um, you know, um, are these indictments with uh, John uh, Durham going to actually happen? You know, are these people in Guantanamo and whatever? You know, I mean, it's it's, it's all up there, and I've, I've, I'm just waiting for you to tell me, you know, put me on the straight and narrow. Oh, well, Keith, I, I, first of all, I appreciate you, and I thank you so much for your, uh, your, you and your wife watch? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, constantly. But um, we always watch the next day. It's just that I'm up tonight. I'm not working tomorrow, so... Uh, oh, you know, it's... Aren't those it's, um, isn't that beautiful? I love nights like that. Like <laughs> I'm not working tomorrow. I'm going to do something ridiculous, and I'm going to stay up late tonight. Great. Yeah. Well, you know, don't don't do too much. You you know, you've got to get back to uh, a bit of health there, Frank. Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll begin when I get home tonight. I'll uh, I'm just going to be taking it easy, and I have to take my uh, my second dose of penicillin today, 
and uh, hope, <laughs> hopefully that'll I have a couple more days of penicillin because of this the the lesions in the back of my throat. But um, yeah, Keith, uh, all the best to you and your wife. Let me get around to unpacking some of this. Um, this Michael Sussman thing is going to trial in a month. That's pretty big. Uh, where it goes from there, I don't know. I, we've talked about the Q stuff so so many times. Any was anywhere. I encourage people to read everything and anything. Read, read. You'll see a lot of things. You'll see things that that pop up that you've seen before. Uh, you'll see patterns starting to form. Whatever you do, just just keep your wits about you. Keep your independence about you, and never follow anything that has rapture dates attached. Now, um, but I mean, when I say follow, I mean give yourself over to it. I mean, we, I, we, I read about prophecy and rapture dates all the time. I think it's very cozy stuff. But, um, but, but take things slow, and uh, if you you can put yourself on the straight and narrow. Just read great books. Uh, get get a part of the 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 quite frankly, the quite frankly, book club. You have an extra week to grab yourself a, a copy, whether it be digital or otherwise, of Windswept House. And let me tell you something. The first, the prologue alone, it's a disturbing, dark prologue. But there is a lot of interesting history there. It doesn't start off just with the Vatican. It starts off in 1957 in the creation of the, the, the European, this European Economic Council which you start seeing all of the pieces of one world government, the deep state and the deep church, as as uh, Carlo Maria Vigano has so eloquently articulated over the last few years with his open letters to Pre President Trump and other people. Um, and, and, and this is all from people who are considered insiders, people like Malachi Martin, who you know, people ascribe certain levels of legitimacy and validity to him. And maybe after this, who knows? But these these are the types of things that you do: the reading, the thinking, the putting things together, you're building timelines, and understanding how, um, how understanding how the same people, and many times just intergenerationally. Klaus Schwab, he's not the first in his family line, that's for sure. A Angela Merkel is not the first in her family line. I mean, we we are talking about intergenerational operations, organizations that are rebranded, same people all over the place. So I, I, as far as the straight and narrow goes, I think that you're on the right track. You, you probably smell a rat. The world isn't what it seems. So read whatever the hell you'd like and uh, keep, your, keep your cards close to your, your vest. Keep the cards close to the vest, my friend. You don't have to go out there uh, preaching on the, the sides of the streets, the street corners about this one and that one. Be ready for this. Be ready for that. Look out for JFK Jr. dancing on top of uh, George Washington at Mount Rushmore. Uh, look out for this one. Somebody else is going to be crawling out of Lincoln's nose. Uh, don't be that type. Read and keep your theories to yourself and keep reading and you'll see how your theories change over time. And, uh, and and who the hell knows? As far as Trump coming back, uh, I don't know. It seems like he has some intention of, of, of running again. But it, how is he going to win? How? How's he going to win? 
is the margin of victory just going to be that much more massive that they can't account they can't just dial up um the deficit plus one they won't be able to dial up the deficit that they need plus one more vote i i, I still don't understand how that's going to work but um if he did win he would win for a third time that's for sure uh, I don't know. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot coming here. There's a lot coming down the pike. And remember, we are we are on a timeline to not to not a political revolution, but a kinetic, violent biological revolution. There's a lot of things happening right now. A lot of things that we're still getting set up for. So um, I just say fortify yourself, ladies and gentlemen. And that's it. And make sure that you wear a good uh, a shirt that complements your nipples. All right, what else we have? Uh, gravy stain, white shirt. Thank you, shirt. Did I, did, do I have a gravy stain? What? Do I have a gravy stain on this? It says H2O Maven. Gravy stain, white shirt. Thank you, sir. I have not eaten in, in this. Uh, I put the shirt on before I left. I don't know what you're talking about. Riga Holmes says, glad you're back. Prayers for fast feels. Thank you guys and gals so much. Sean Joe, thank you. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Live for your die, 1776 says, I tried to give you a birthday present last week, but it didn't go through. So happy belated birthday. Best to you, Lauren, Aurora, the guys, and your family. Just love the quite frankly family. Thank you, live for your die. It's wonderful to have you out. You're, you're so kind. So many of you out there are so kind to me, and uh, and I'm I'm having a good time back on here. What is it? 7:57, making good time. Big Bats says Frank, glad to see you on the mend, Paisan. It was a uh, dull couple of days without you. Godspeed and thanks for all that you do, brother. Stostube again says uh, and a little more because why the f not? You guys, thank you. Bats is out there. He's a uh, Big Bats is a old uh, corrections officer. It's an old-timer. An old-timer. Speaking of corrections officers, I was just, you know, it makes me think of Shawshank Redemption again. Hopefully, uh, Big Bats is one of the good guys. All right, what else do we have here? Let's take another call. 216, you're on the air. Go ahead, give me something. Hello, 216? 216, hello? All right, we'll try that again. 216. 216, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hello? How you, how you doing? My name's Martin. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. How you doing today? Martin, it's great to have you on, man. Cool. It's my first time being on. Oh, first good. Caller. Well, you got good you got good audio. What's on your mind? Uh, I just want to say I'm, a, I'm 60 years old. I'm a researcher. And uh, I've been studying the pole shift for about 20 years now, and I'm quite certain that we're going into a pole shift, and that's what all the craziness on the planet is all about. Mm. They want us, the government wants us locked down while they're preparing for the pole shift. So, um, do you think, when you say pole shift, are you talking from a spherical Earth standpoint, are you talking about north becomes south? Are you talking about magnetic, uh, magnetic flipper flipperuzies inside of the Earth itself? 
Like, like, like there's, no, there's it's not, it's not, no, not the magnetic, the actual, uh, flipping of, it's a 90 degree this time. Every fourth pole shift, there's a major deluge of water associated with it. So 14,400 years ago, that was Noah. Okay. This time, this pole shift is the same thing. We're going right back into it. Oh to a, a major deluge of water, it'll kill, they're saying, 90% of the people on the planet. 60% die in the first hour, and the other 30%, they die soon after from starvation-related diseases. And the government, they know all too well, they sent out the uh, telescope, an infrared telescope, and they've known since 1985 that it's headed directly here, and now, it's directly in front of the Earth. What, Always wait, on wait, the sun side. What is what is directly in front of the Earth? It's a a red dwarf star. And most people say to me, "Well, Martin, I think if there was a giant star in front of the Earth, I'd be able to see it." I say, "Well, go home, stop at the dollar store, get a black light, pull down your blankets on your bed, and turn on your black light, and you'll see all kind of biological material there." Turn it off, and you won't see it. It disappears. Turn it back on. There it is. Well, it's the same thing with Planet X. With the Planet st- X is, it's not in ultraviolet. It's an infrared. So wait, okay. So 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 you you said that it is a red dwarf, and then you said that now it's a it's a rogue planet. Yeah, it can, well, people do live on it. It is, you know, for all intents and purposes, a red dwarf star. But, you know, the Anunnaki's, they live there. They, yes. They're the giants that were here on the earth. You know, you know all the bones, all the giants' bones that they're hiding in back of the museums that they find when they build new highways and roads. And, and, and well, that's, that's who they are. They're, well, you know, eight, nine feet tall. Well, I, listen, it I, 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 I sounds like you did a lot of uh, research. How have you prepared for the, uh, the return of Nibiru? Well, Nibiru's already here, and I'm kind of old, so I don't. I doubt very seriously that I'll survive it. I mean, it's mostly really. I see it as something for the younger people. Okay. Who, who, you know, they're telling us now. They're giving us the exact date. They're telling us the Greys are telling us that this thing will hit on April at the end of April on Passover. Get it? It passes over us. Uh. April 30th, well, it's not, you know, it's two days, anyway, 29th, 30th, um, and 2026 is the year. So we got 48 months before well listen a big flip uh, okay then we have 48 months uh, i i would well th- thank you so much for the call my friend it's a, this is a uh, this is a great call from you where did you call from again sir cleveland ohio cleveland ohio 60 year old researcher planet x red dwarfs um time is of the essence ladies and gentlemen but 60 percent of you will be dead in the first couple of minutes and then the rest of us, well, I don't know. I just don't know. As long as it's just not a flu. As long as it's not a flu again. Just whatever. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that we had to end the show on that, on that note. But, you know, these things are of great import. 
And I... What else we have? I don't know. I think nothing nothing else really been happening. Todd Fife. Thank you so much, Todd Fife on Rockfin. Uh, I'll be looking forward to getting back on the air tomorrow. Maybe I'll come back here. Maybe I'll just do it from the studio, uh, the home studio. Either way, you guys and gals have been wonderful. And I'm going to go find myself something to eat. Because like I said, I have some more penicillin to swallow. And then uh, I'm going to go home and clean my sheets. Because there's quite a few Nibiru's hiding on those sheets. All right. That's it. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. It's Wednesday, though, so you know what that means? Get to quitefrankly.tv. Quitefrankly.tv. I want to thank uh, Abe, and I want to thank um, uh, Josh, and I want to thank uh, Cody for really stepping in and making sure that there is a lot a lot going on uh, in my in my absence. There was a lot to watch there. They played reruns. It was great. So an hour is good for tonight. I tested the waters. I'm feeling all right, but I don't want to overdo it. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. Before you know it, we'll be back to regular strength again. And uh, keep those prayers coming in, please. That's that. Okay? Quite frankly, not TV. We'll see you all very, very, very soon. No, that's not what I wanted to do. I need a good night. There you go. Baseball's back. I'll catch you on the flip side. Quite frankly, is filmed before a live studio audience. And now, our super chatters, starting with Stostube, Big Bats, and Stostube again. Thank you so much, Live Free or Die, 1776, and also to Shaga. Great to have you guys. To our wonderful friends over on Foxhole, I am releasing the Kraken scratching right now. And tomorrow is another day. On Rockfin, to Todd Fife and Loaded, thank you guys and gals for everything. Tomorrow is another day. Thank you for tonight.